Hi, Nikki. And Taylor here. Your favorite quirky crime sisters. As you quirkians already know, our show contains graphic content Mm -hmm. and complete debauchery. Always. So please, listeners, be advised. intro never gets old to me like <laughs> it never gets old to me either i'm always like like i'm a master like keyboardist back here <laughs> i love I, it's my fave hey guys how's it going it's going i, I got a beverage that's good how's it going for you it's good so um in case y'all forgot we are the quirky crime sisters um, we are the podcast where two sisters actually like to hang out with each other. Every day, especially when we're off and can drink together. <laughs> <laughs> um, we like to have an adult beverage or two. Or three or four. Or we're going to pop some rosé even though it's a really bad idea for Nikki. I only have to get Botox tomorrow. It's fine. Um, <laughs> I got to go to work and get Botox, but it'll be fine. We'll be fine. We like to talk, we like, ooh, we ooh. like uh, to talk ew. about some creepy shit, y'all, that may yeah. happen in your backyard. in Greeley, Colorado. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh. So crazy. I'm excited. <laughs> um, Bean, what are we talking about this week? Well, first off, first off. Oh, wait, first off, first off, that bitch <laughs> over there is Taylor. This drunk bitch over here is Nikki. <laughs> yeah, she might have turned up at lunch. I was like, let's go get some food with our mom. And she literally just got two glasses of wine and we got a charcuterie board. And yet somehow we're turned. It, honestly, I haven't drank in like a week. So it just like hit me extra hard. <laughs> so I've already been pre-gaming. I've already been going hard this week for some reason. <laughs> Maybe because it's just how much I've had to work. But fair. we here now. Yes, ma'am. So now what we're drinking, I'm ready to move on to that if you are. No, wait, wait, we didn't even talk about what we're talking about this week. Oh, shit. We, we didn't talk about what we're talking about, what we're talking about this we week. We are unpracticed squalor <laughs> under my shoe. Uh, We're talking about hometown murders. Granted, yes, ma'am. We didn't grow up in Greeley, Colorado. We did not. But, like. Greeley's got a lot of history. Actually, most of these didn't happen that long ago, but it has a lot of history and like good and bad parts. So I feel like there's definitely some like sketch shit to talk about. I don't know. For sure. I wish I would have found some gang stuff because there's this literal like, if you've ever been to Greeley, Colorado, there is, um, it's called 8th Street. Um, and <laughs> if you go like a certain, past a certain point on 8th Street, Literally, they're like, oh, past the train tracks, don't go there. That's where all the gangs are and you'll die. Literally, is what they tell you when you move here, besides the cow shit smell. So, it's quite the place. Yeah, but okay, let's be honest. Like, you and I both agree that before we moved here, there was uh, the, the cow shit smell. And that's what we, like, said, oh, all Greeley is that way. But it's, now that I live here, it's like one day a week. It's, it's, it's on Wednesdays. Wednesdays, they render the blood. Yes, it's not that bad. Yeah, but it's not. It's not terrible. And and only if you're on the west or excuse me, east, east side, side of Greeley, do you need to worry about gangs. So so my job conveniently is on the east side of Greeley, also right next to the meat plant. So we get the cow shit and the gangs. Boom. We're also next to a detox, a homeless shelter, a prison, a prison, a youth prison, the sheriff's office. So like. We're quite the fun little block. You really are. <laughs> so. You got all the fun ones. On we did. We did. It's quite the little like. All the fun people of uh, Greeley are on your block. <laughs> There's also like a behavioral health center. I mean, we're pretty much the same thing, but for like adults. Yeah. Eight, yeah. Which is outpatient. We're in technically inpatient if you really consider it. And then there's also just, like, the DMV and the county clerk, like, They're just randomly out there. And the sheriff's office actually is out there, too. Yeah. The sheriff's office is out there. And this is all conveniently, like, ten minutes from my house. (laughs) So. 
literally. It's close. <laughs> um, I'm still holding this bottle of wine and heating it up with my gritty hot hands. We are drinking a... Oh, that had to... Did you hear that? It stopped. Yeah, it meant... To be... Today? It stopped. <laughs> I was like, in like, what a minute. We're drinking Frida by Frida Cecilia Beretta. Oh. Not the color. Not the color. <laughs> if Frida's delicate pink palette hue reminds you of a warm spring sunset, that's no coincidence. That's Frida to a T. With its elegant, fruity aromas and crisp, delicate finish. Frida is perfect for pairing with lobster risotto, raw oysters, grilled sea bass, or long, lazy afternoons, as well as the ramen I'm going to consume as soon as this episode is over. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> it's the chicken variety. <laughs> My chicken ramen that I will devour. Maybe dry, because I'm too impatient to wait. <laughs> um, it is a 12.5% don't drink while pregnant and 2019 blend. It's got this really cute, like, front. It's very, it's very cute. Yeah, it's got, what is it, like, uh, flowers and ladybugs and... A delicate pink hue that reminds you of chicken ramen. <laughs> so, okay. anyway... Oh, am I doing the honors today? Yeah, and we're actually using my electric uh, wine stopper opener. I don't know what do you call it. Like just a wine opener. So if it sounds <laughs> funky for a second, don't be. Yeah, do you oh, see that? You're that. Oh, oh. Sounds like I'm carving into a turkey or something. It's gonna come out. Ready? Oh, 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 almost. Oh, that was like the worst pop in the world. <laughs> I should get so excited when it like is at the end. It's all. (laughs) I should have just actually stopped it and like pulled it, but it's cool. You got to hear that lovely thing coming out your car speakers this morning, afternoon, late night in the graveyard as you're burying that body. We don't know about. Listen to us. Oh my gosh! I feel like this is the perfect place to talk about you. uh, But we probably shouldn't talk about it. But we found we have decided on our perfect murder plan. Yeah, I don't know if we should divulge our perfect murder plan, but I, I mean, I let, we can give you tips. Let's just put it that way. All I'm saying is maybe we don't divulge it, right? But we do talk about the fact that... Oh, oh I hear that glug. The glug is worth it. That glug was luscious. <laughs> oh, my God. A, gl- a glushes glug. A glushes glug. <laughs> um... <laughs> Oh my god, it smells so good. I can't, I can't not. I feel like, nope, we're not doing that, Taylor. You be careful. <laughs> what? I was about to just keep pouring, but we're fine. Um. Okay. Yum! Yums! Yums! That's a good rosé. Oh, I love rosé. It just doesn't love me. That's really crisp and mm. like, mm. it's not too dry for me because I don't like really dry, but it's really yummy. I have to- limit myself okay so taylor our perfect kill plan how much do you want to divulge all i'm saying is i feel like you people should really just think about it i mean you know when you have like an uh earl situation from the dixie chicks yeah earl had to die earl had to die there was no yeah like i'm just saying i don't like condone murder but if it came (laughs) push comes to shove if you're (laughs) shove What are you going to do? I'm just saying in certain circumstances, murder is perfectly acceptable. That's all I'm going to say. And we're going to leave it at that. Anyway, all I'm saying is if you want to DM us, we'll help you figure this out. Um, Yeah, because I'm just saying people get caught for this stupidest fucking shit if you even do a tiny bit of research you can pull off a murder even in today's age like before you know before they had dna testing and all that stuff like people could get away with murder no problem nowadays you got to be extra fucking careful but Mm -hmm. you could still get away with it yes and i think like ah son (laughs) of a gun i hit my ankle on the char (laughs) i heard that (laughs) my accent is so like But I try to do an accent so fluid into like different cultures. And it doesn't work. work. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay, let's anyway, get back on to topic. On. Okay, so who's going first well, this week? Let me go first, because you mentioned that you had quite a bit. And yeah, mine's, mine's a little bit longer. Really short. Okay. But I get really... it, girl. Ooh. Um, <laughs> before you get it, should we take a pause and hear a word from our sponsors? Let's do it. Let me collect myself. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to figure out how all of these athletic brands keep reaching out to us. Same. I think they just know that we need help in a bad way. <laughs> Which is how FNX found us, I guess. Yes. They were like, you guys need to get to the gym. I think what happened is, is they know that on the regular, I eat half a bag of Dorito Cool Ranch <laughs> chips for dinner. And so they were like, here, we need to get some greens into your life oh. and get you guys like, you know feeling better about life (laughs) which they have done so these guys are awesome they are a supplement brand that have protein powders greens drinks um they have cbd which i'm really excited to try because i haven't found a cbd i'm super happy with yet so i'm waiting on that to get here and just all around the good stuff for your body because like she said I just watched her down a bunch of Doritos, drink wine out of a bottle, and I <laughs> ate an entire number nine at McDonald's today. So obviously, we need the help. We need help. So if you guys are like us, or if you just already naturally live a nice, healthy lifestyle, um, you're definitely going to want to check these guys out. Uh, for example, like I was saying with the greens drink, I mean, I'm just saying whatever's in it gives you all of the greens that you would need in your diet. Plus, it helps just clean you right out in case you need that as well. Yes. And it, like, tastes good. It doesn't taste like most greens drinks I've tried before. And the protein powder for the morning is maple donut. Oh, which is delicious. You guys, I actually like to add a little bit of vanilla almond milk to mine. And that's what I mix mine with in the morning. And it is so good. It's delicious. So... If you want to try them out, help yourself, help them help you a little bit as well, or you just want to get a kickstart and continue your healthy lifestyle, go to fnx.com and use code CORKY, C-O-R-K-Y, to meet all those nutritional needs. And our listeners will get 15% off for using that code. That's the important part. Yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) So use that code uh, and we'll, you know, enjoy that. That was a bad outro, but it's okay. See, we're getting our life together (laughs) one ad at a time. Yes, one ad at a time. So you guys, try out fnx.com. Use Corky, C-O-R-K-Y, for 15% off at the end um, of your purchase. Okay, go work out. (laughs) (laughs) Woohoo! Woohoo! Wait, I feel like that door isn't normally open. Maybe that'll help. It might be echoey. That would that woohoo you heard was from the end of our ad. <laughs> and it was just the weirdest. I don't remember that part, okay. but that's fine. Okay. I'm gonna paint a picture. You're in I'm ready. You're in Greeley, Colorado. Yep. In 1985, four <gasps> days before your birthday. What? Four days before I was born? February 24. Damn. Of 85. Oof. I'm old, but okay. So, so think about the the magnificent structure that is the Greeley Mall now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or what's left of it. It's not very magnificent. Yeah. I'm assuming back then it was better than it is now. It's probably like the Westminster Mall. If anybody from Colorado knows yeah. about the Westminster Mall, it used to be poppin'. They had a Disney store. I mean, it was like the Everything. place to go. I think it's been... I'm making a wine seltzer, <laughs> don't mind me. it's been taken down. <laughs> anyway. Westminster? Yeah. Oh, it's been gone. It's been they level. took that bitch down. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Um, delicious. Yeah. Highly recommend you mix alcohols. Good for your health, I'm sure of it. Okay, anyway, Denise Davenport is who we're talking about today. She was last seen on February 24th, 1985, when she left work at the Greeley Mall. Ooh. She was working there, I think, at the car wash. I'm not totally sure. I never got that far. Yeah. Okay. It was either she worked there or was right next to the car wash last time she was seen. Okay. A lot of differing sources. This case wasn't very well covered, if you can imagine. Um, at the time she was last seen, so we jump right into this. There's no, like, mystique around this. Yeah, okay. 
Um, when she went missing, she was wearing a bright pink suit, white blouse, and black heels. So very. Oh, I love it. Get it, girl. Very 80s. Don't you oh, love that? Oh, I love the bright pink suit. Okay. I'm pretty sure she had like the fluffy bangs too. I'll have yes. to look at that. Yes. Pretty good stuff. Um, So a couple days after she initially went missing, it was pretty like pro quo, like as far as when she went missing, everyone freaks out, tries to find her, these yeah. types of things. Um, a couple days. You mean she wasn't at the at-home store? She was not at the at-home store. That <laughs> showed up in 2015. <laughs> Weird. I wonder how that works. <laughs> Love that store. Anyway. Uh, he went missing. Um, her boyfriend. So a couple days afterwards, her boyfriend's car that uh, she actually had had was found in a, the UNC, so the University of Northern Colorado. Go Bears. I'm an alum there. Um, near Fraser Hall on 9th Ooh, Avenue. Okay. Weird. For whatever reason, the car doors were open and there was mud on the seat. Don't know why. Don't ask me. The boyfriend himself was cleared very, very quickly. Just so you know. Okay, but for it to just be randomly parked in the... Like, did either of them go there? No. Okay, so that's weird, right? Neither of them go there. I mean, you could be visiting a friend, whatever, but why would your car be parked there with the doors just randomly open? Totally, right? And mud on the seat. Like, I mean, the mud about? is like whatever. You can probably find a way to like explain that, but just, okay, weird. So fast forward to April 20th, 1985. Um, this is two months after she went missing kayakers in the South Platte River found her body. Um, it was between 18th Street and Highway 34. Oh. Um, literally, and this this blows my mind because I've heard this before, but her death certificate only states that she died from homicidal violence. That's it. That's all anybody knows about her death. They didn't give any other indication? A lot. What about her autopsy? Did it explain nope. anything? That's all it says. What? Um, because, and this is very, very common when you find, when you find bodies in water. Which we so often do. <laughs> Me personally. <laughs> Me personally. I find them in the water. Yeah. They're so decomposed most of the time that Fair. a lot of what you're trying to figure out. Yes. Is gone. Is already washed away and everything. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's what happens with her. Um, fast forward, we got nothing going on. Like, no leads, no nothing. They found her body. That's it. Um, in 2011, they believe they finally found a connection between a former family friend and her death. Mm. And this man was the former Arapahoe County Sheriff, mm. Patrick Sullivan, who at the time of the Arapahoe death... Arapahoe County is no fucking yeah. joke. He was 68 years old at the time of her death. They would be... Okay, first of all, that's fucked up. And second of all... Just coming from somebody who has lived in Colorado her whole life and has had friends and whatever, I personally have never been in trouble in Arapahoe County, but I've had friends of friends and whatever yeah. else that have. Arapahoe is vicious. It is. It's no joke. It's probably the worst county to get in trouble in Colorado. Anyway, continue. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. He was he was the former county sheriff there. Yeah, um, yeah. And he was actually arrested in December of 2011 for trading drugs for sex. Oh. I, I know. <laughs> um, and he served 15 months before he was paroled in 2015. Mm. Yeah. So, okay, so how did he know her? It was a family friend. Okay. Um, although Denise's father very quickly ruled this out. Now, whether you have your tinfoil hats on or not is a whole nother gig. <laughs> Always. Always. Who knows? <laughs> I'm going to be really clear. This case is unsolved to this day. It's unsolved. Um, Denise's father was quick to say that he thought there was zero connection between Patrick and denied that his daughter ever had anything to do with drugs. So they're saying, well, okay. if he's doing this now, what if he did it back then? And this was a part of what happened. That's a lie because two years prior to her death, she was actually arrested for carrying psychedelic mushrooms. Okay, well, you know what? I'm just saying they grow in my backyard too. <laughs> psychedelic <laughs> mushrooms? Well, I don't know if they're psychedelic. Oh. I haven't tried them. My dog has. My older dog has. I think he goes out there when it's like, he's like, you know what? My old life is feeling mundane today. I'm going <laughs> to. 
and he'll, he'll eat some mushrooms out of the backyard. But I'm just saying, like, okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I just think it's really weird that her, her father was like, zero drugs. She does not do drugs. And then, like, two years before, they're like, but what about this? And he's well, like, no this? drugs, no drugs. And then it's like, well, it's on paper. No, no, it's not. You don't know what you're talking about. So, like, she may have or may not have been involved in that, but the fact that this guy who was supposed to be a figure of authority, is now, like, being questioned. Yeah. That's what concerns me. I agree. And, and you know, the fact that the father has a stance on whether he was connected or not, right? So I'd like to think, if one of dad's friends murdered one of us, or was suspected of murdering one of us, I don't give a shit how sure he is. Yeah, no, I would like to think that our father would be like... Hail to the no. Investigate him at least. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. <sighs> anyway. Oh, you know what? I want to have an experience with you. I'm going to say it on the podcast. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mugwort. Mm-hmm. Is a mild psychedelic tea you can make. Mugwort? Mugwort. I didn't know it was a psychedelic. You make tea out of it, and apparently it's like a mild psychedelic. Like, it's not even drugs. Okay, well, we'll just add it to us, that and us chloroforming each other. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Another experience that felt out of body that we had recently is we got Brazilian waxes together. Oh, my God. And when I tell you, they put that chair right up in whoever you're with, Scoochie. I could see everything of my sister. We saw everything of each other, <laughs> and uh, it was brutal. Um, oh. Anyway, but was that the, the last of your story? No, it's not over. Um, so <laughs> she we can come back to the waxing. It's brutal, but totally worth it. Let's it just is put it worth that it, way. but it yeah. was like I said. Wait, but how was your dog out? That means my husband's home. Oh, okay. We'll take a quick pause. Okay, we're back. That scared the tits off of me. <laughs> not that I had many to scare off, but they're gone. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we were talking about Denise and her psychedelic mushrooms. She pled guilty and helped, like, with the investigation. Okay. So it was only a misdemeanor for possession. Okay. That's all besides the point. Investigators dismissed Patrick as a suspect. Wait, what? The the sheriff. Why? There was not enough evidence saying it was only coincidental evidence that he was arrested for these things weird so okay another interesting idea i have for you that i propose okay jerome santiago he came forward way later for whatever reason no one's quite sure his motives yet which is really weird um but he was nine years old at the time denise was killed um nine yes okay and he was living in a home in LaSalle that was not super favorable, which is kind of funny because we're looking at a house in LaSalle, but whatever. Um, his mother was an alcoholic who often had very, like, revolving boyfriends through the door, even though she dismisses this and says, no, I'm not. I was the perfect parent, which, who knows? Of course, knows? they all are. Yeah, whatever. Um, one night in particular, his mother's new boyfriend, Max, um, he's not been named a suspect, so we don't know his last name, but he came home. According to Jerome, he was drunk, drugged and deranged, literally quotes from him, and was crawling through a cornfield to get home. Uh, that sounds like a Friday night. I was like, <laughs> I want what he's drugged on to not give a shit about crawling through a cornfield at night. That's a Friday night around these parts. But anyway, go Every ahead. horror movie is in a cornfield ever. Yeah. So... <laughs> or like that, that that commercial. It's like, why don't we just get in the running car? <laughs> He's like right behind them, all pissed. <laughs> so Max of the corn and his mother <laughs> started fighting, and Jerome was like, said it was one of the worst fights he'd ever like heard from them. And of course, their 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 house isn't super big, so we can hear fucking everything. Yeah. Um, he claims that during this fight, he heard them say Denise's name back and forth several times. Mm. Which, this would be a very interesting time to talk about, like, false memories as well. Oh, sure. And confirmation bias. All I'm saying is, whether this is true or not, we don't know. We still don't know. We don't know. However, 
I'd love to know how much he was reading about, looking at anything about Denise before this, right? For sure. Um, because he waited until 20... Oh, my God. I, I muted you. Thank you. <laughs> Jerome waited until 2009 to come forward. And... Uh, yeah. Okay. He also... So something else that came to light as soon as we figured out, like, Jerome was talking about Denise... Is Denise actually went missing two months after another Greeley girl went missing? So Jonelle Matthews? <gasps> is that your case? That is so my case, Taylor! Look at that! And that's all that I know! Are you... Did you seriously not know that was my no, case? No, I didn't know that was a case. How <gasps> crazy is that? <laughs> okay, so this girl is potentially connected to... To my girl. <gasps> I know. I know. <laughs> It's possible because, like I said, they went missing at the same time. Did you do any research on Jonelle? No research. That was as far as I got. Um, We've had these written for a really long time, so it took me a while, but anyway. Okay, so she went missing how soon before? Two months before. Two months. All right. So she went missing two months before, which would have meant that she was killed at the same time Jonelle went missing. Okay. So (gasps) what if he was holding her captive until he saw Jonelle... Jonelle, right? That's how you say it. And then Jonelle, yeah. Or she, whatever. I'm not aged by, I don't care. Sexist, I don't care. Um, What if, like, sh- he had Denise and then he, she, they, him, who had <laughs> her, saw Janelle and then said, well, it's a fine piece of steak I'd like to sink my teeth into. And then was like, fuck, I got this old hoe next to me who's my ball and chain of this woman I've captured. And unlike Ariel Castro, who just had, like, an army of captured women, oh, he said, I have bitch. to get rid of you. And he got fucking rid of her, and here we are. Whoa. We'll get into it. We'll get to it. <laughs> let's just, but before we do. <laughs> let's hear a word from, <laughs> let's hear a word from our sponsor. <laughs> Nikki. Yes, Taylor. How often do you work out? Never. <laughs> Me either, but that's okay. <laughs> because this awesome brand called Athia reached out to us, and they are skincare for the athletic people even though the only working out we do is lifting our wine glass (laughs) this is true they did and it turns out that their product is amazing even for those of us who do not work out on a regular basis literally i have been using the daily moisturizer and they have a post-workout spray because apparently that's when your pores are the most vulnerable um, and then I've been using a champagne face mask and it is every bit as bougie as you think oh it my is. Gosh. I mean, what else, what else do you need? Champagne and a face mask. Like that is life right there. Oh my God. And it's kind of glittery and like it smells it's so, so good. It has, um, pigments of pearl and mica in it. And oh. that's what gives it that illuminating, beautiful, shimmery look. Uh. Um, not to mention all the wonderful things Taylor has used, but I use at their night cream uh-huh. and my new favorite thing um is they have a lip plumper you guys that oh my god it just makes your lips tingle it makes them plump and beautiful especially if you have thin lips like myself she looks like angelina (laughs) jolie half the time (laughs) yeah exactly exactly so when i use this it just feels so amazing so we wanted to pass this on to you guys yes um we have now collaborated with them and we think that you would love them yes so we have a discount code for you guys. So it is Athia is the website, A-T-H-I-A. Um, and you're going to use code Corky Crime. So C-O-R-K-Y-C-R-I-M-E for 15% off. Um, 15% off, y'all. Yeah. You definitely need to head over there and try it out. Again, whether you actually like to work out or if you just like lifting that wine glass and while you're doing so, you want to pamper yourself. Yes. Either way, you're going to absolutely love them. Skincare is one of those things, just invest your money in, you're going to love it. So don't forget to use code QUIRKYCRIME and let them know we sent you over there and enjoy your new skin. Enjoy it. People, we cannot oh make this shit up. We cannot make this up. Taylor actually did not know that I was going to cover no Janelle Matthews. She just asked me off camera, and I was like, or off camera, off the, the <laughs> off recording. recording. And I was like, no, literally, I had no idea. Yeah, this is crazy. Um, I love it. Nice segue. Thank you. <laughs> I got I you. Appreciate the segue. So, you guys, Taylor's case happened, and then 
my case happened. This is so literally funny. within two months I of each other this. in Greeley, Colorado. So here we go. We had a serial killer. Mm. Right? Isn't it two or more at different time spans? You are right. It is two or more. We had a deranged person. But here we go. Let's get into let's get into Janelle because that's like earlier. My mother was driving behind me, and I feel like we have to tell this. Oh, my gosh. She's, yes. Her. So, how did you say she say it? She was oh yelling God, at some guy is. driving. She meant to say the fast. The fucking fast the lane. The fucking fast lane, but it came out as, like, the fucking fast lane or something it like that. It was, like, the <laughs> fast lane fucking. It was really funny. It was not how it was supposed to be. I'll think of it. I can't remember it now, but. That was way less of a good story than mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be. My bad. Anyway, so you guys, um, on Tuesday, July 23rd, 2019, okay, around 4.30 p.m., a group of excavators were installing pipeline in Evans, Colorado. Okay. All right. Yes. Evans. Evans. For those of, uh, the, those of you who are not familiar, um, this is about 50 miles north of Denver. Yes. We're about 50 miles north of Denver. Yeah. Um, so, so is also Greeley. Uh, however, Evans is more east of Greeley. Yes. So the police started uh, working to identify the remains as quickly as they could, and it didn't take long for them to positively identify the remains through DNA, right, which we have nowadays, thank God, right, um, and dental records as the remains belonging to Janelle Matthews. Was she the girl that went missing after the choir? Yes. Okay. All right. I know... Itty, okay, I read yes, this in a newspaper ma'am. when newspapers yes. were still a thing before COVID, um, but I don't remember much. Yeah, it's okay. She was it was young. also de- determined that she had been murdered by a single gunshot wound to the head. Okay. Which we don't know, Denise, how she really died. We don't because we don't, we, she was never discovered, right? No, she was discovered. Remember, she had decomposed. Oh, you're right, in the water. I'm sorry. <laughs> Good God. Drink some more, Nikki. <laughs> I'm drunk, y'all. I haven't drank in a week, so I'm drunk. Okay, it's fine. I'm drunk. I'm drunk. So, Jonelle Matthews was born February 9th, 1972 in Cali, right? At some point, she and her family moved to Greeley, uh, Colorado, <coughs> where she... And you go from California to Greeley? Fuck that. Anyway, uh, when she was 12 years old, she was attending Franklin Middle School, which is still up and running in Greeley, Colorado to this day. It's right off of our, it's, that's the one on 35th. Yeah, that's, I know. What? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I actually know, I, okay. Side note. Yeah. It's, if you've never Googled the murders in your hometown, it is the freakiest it's thing. It's bonkers because they give you landmarks that you literally pass daily and you're like, oh my God. It hits different. Like I remember one night I stayed up on web sleuths until like 4 a.m. because I found a Greeley case. I don't remember why I didn't cover it. I think I was going to and it's unsolved as well. Um, her last name was Wilson, which was so odd to me because my last name is Wilson, but it it happened right behind a church on like 47th that I used to live right next to. Yeah. Which yeah. is like, it's just craziness when it's bonkers. You actually, it, it hits different when you actually so, know. I don't know if you've listened to Wine and Crime lately, which I fucking love them, but their new catchphrase for anything that's crazy and I can't get it out of my head is the only reason I'm sharing this right now is they call it sloppy banans. Sloppy banans? <laughs> And what so, a context. I love it. Sloppy banans. So now every time I hear something that's like crazy, I want to say it's sloppy banans. Anyway, <laughs> but that is whining crying. That's them for love you. Them. Okay. So anyway, she went to Franklin Middle School. She was a member of the middle school choir and was performing in a holiday concert on December 20th, 1984. Oh, sweet baby. Yes. Um, however, neither of her parents were able to attend as her mother had left town to go and take care of her ill father, and Jonelle's father was at a basketball game for her sister. Okay. So, like, her sister was playing basketball, he went to that instead of going to this choir for Jonelle. Yeah. Jonelle. Um, however, Jonelle was able to get a ride home from her friend, Deanna's father, and, uh, was said to arrive around 8.15 that night. Okay. Okay, 8.15. 
Then at 8.30, she answered a phone call and took a message down for her father. And this was the last phone call that anyone ever actually spoke to Janelle. I know. I hate it. Her father arrived home about an hour later around 9.30 and found their garage door open, but no one was inside the home. However, Janelle's shoes, scarf, all of that was left next to a heater that they had on in the house. And this was mid-December. Okay. So let's be real. Mid-December in Colorado, even if there's no snow on the ground, you're going to need those things. It's still cold. Yes, it's still cold. So Jonelle's sister arrived home around 10 and confirmed to her father, uh, like, his worst nightmares that none of them had talked to Jonelle and they had no idea where she was. Could you fucking imagine? No. Literally, when I was writing the story, I tried to put myself in that scenario, and I was like, I literally, (laughs) because we're so close, I would literally be so upset and be such a fucking mess. I don't know if I'd be helped to anybody. I would probably be throwing up on myself in a bowl in the corner, like... Well, that happened. Trying to, like, get it to get... Oh, my God. It was awful. That This actually happened, and I'm sorry if I've already told this story on the podcast. I don't remember, but I... In like what? You were in elementary. I was in elementary school and I hid under the playground instead of going inside and ate Slim Jims and played with my friend. And they called my parents and were like, she's missing. She's missing. They called my school. I got called down to the principal's office. And when I got down there, they were like, "Um, your sister Taylor is missing. And literally this pit sank in my stomach. I don't even remember what the rest of the person, like the lady in the office said to me. I literally just left as fast as I could. And I called my mom and I was like, I am on my way yep. to the school now. Like I And they I mixed me up do. with <clears throat> another tailor. My teacher it was first grade, because my teacher actually locked me in a closet for time out, which is like so not good. That's not okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I call her name out, but that's probably illegal. And then um I remember because that was like the first cigarette dad had smoked in like years and like his whole company was heading towards the school. Like it was no joke. It was a big deal. Everybody thought she was like legitimately missing. Everybody was headed to go and find her. Our dad pulled over on the side of the highway and threw up. He was so sick. Like poor guy. Like it was. And I was just like eating my Slim Jims hanging out with my friend. Like she was literally on the playground. It wasn't that she was in fact missing. No. She was was on the playground. But. It's no joke. It's, I can't even imagine. Yeah, no. I cannot. Anyway, sorry. That was just like, no, we've gone through this technically. We've kind of gone through this. I haven't. You have. Oh, anyway. So after uh, her sister got home and spoke to her dad, the police were then called and due to snow on the ground, right, when the police came, they could see uh, like, like shoe prints in the ground and they could tell that someone had been looking in the windows. (gasps) That's fudging creepy right so they were like okay there's snow on the ground we can see that there are footprints yeah that stop at a window stop at a window you know what i mean i hate that that too right um and then they could also tell that there was like no sign of like a struggle or forced entry okay okay so and of course uh janelle's shoes being inside they figured she wouldn't have been walking around outside in the snow like i had previously said there's got to be something to that like she's you know, she's not going to go out walking in the snow without her shoes. No. It's just not going to happen. No. So, for weeks after Janelle had disappeared, the police thought they had a possible suspect. Janelle's birth mother, Terry Vera Martinez. So, Janelle was, in fact, adopted. Okay. Yes. However, after weeks of surveillance, she was eliminated as a suspect. Okay. Okay. So... Um, Terry didn't even know that Janelle was missing, and it wasn't until 10 years after her, um, disappearance that Terry reached out to Janelle's adopted mother, Gloria, wanting to know if she could, you know, just have a visit with Janelle and be like, hey, like, I haven't seen her. Is it, it, an, be it was nice. an open adoption? Yeah, it was an open adoption, and it was at that time that Gloria informed her what had happened, um, and the, and because of what happened, the two of them actually became friends. Oh. But prior to that, like, she was in the, you know, considered a suspect because right. she was the adopted mother. That's horrific. Right? Could you imagine? Okay. In my head here, right? I'm not against adoption. I think it's a great thing if you don't have the capacity 
resources to have this kiddo, right? Yes. Could you imagine, though, being um, the adoptive mother and literally having that thought of, like, what if I never gave her up? Would she be missing? Could you imagine that guilt? Right. Like, the yeah, being the birth or mother. Or being the adoptive ha- mom having, the same way. Yeah, no, 100%. 100% being like, oh, my God, what I did led to this. And if I hadn't given her up, this wouldn't have happened this way. And, yeah, no, 100%. Insane. 100%. Like, that's got to be some major survivor's, like, guilt. guilt. Oh, oh, my God. God. I can't even imagine. No. So. Fudge um, that, man. Over the years, Janelle's disappearance had gotten some attention, including President Ronald Reagan. <laughs> Ever heard he of him? He show up in every he fucking he case. <laughs> Seriously. This man, I just, Reagan. Reagan. Um, He mentioned her in a speech he had given in March of 1985. I mean, that's pretty impressive that somebody from Greeley. Right. Like, so he was basically like, somebody from Greeley, this young girl was had disappeared and he was talking and he happened to mention her, which is kind of crazy. So. Especially because the 70s and 80s were like the two <clears throat> crime decades of like the years. Oh, yeah. Like that was still when you could actually get away with shit. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's Ted Bundy. That's BTK. Yes. That's Golden State. Yes. That's Zodiac. Like 70s was still Manson. Manson. Yeah. Think about that shit, dude. Yeah. <sighs> you know, nothing keeps me awake at night like the fact that we don't know who the Zodiac is. Can't to this fucking day. I think he's dead, but it doesn't matter. We're going to, you know what? We'll devote another episode, episode. to that. Sorry. It just keeps yeah. me awake at night. It's Between okay. Zodiac's case and um, the uh, Delphi murders. Mm. Both of those. I'm the like, Delphi is the one that gets me now because that is now, it's recent. It's solvable. They have But video. they don't have that final... Oh, it kills me. I was going to say, those two, like, the fact that neither of those are solved just blows my mind. And that's what I was going to say earlier about Hook the fact that, like, people can still get away with shit. Look how much is still not solved. Yeah, it's crazy, girl. How much you want? That's it. Okay, because I know you and Rosé. You're not friends. Oh, yamas. You might be now. <laughs> if you're okay. awake up tomorrow when we go to get Botox and you're throwing up. <laughs> Bitch, you know I'm getting Botox whether I'm throwing up or not. Oh, gosh. It's needed. I know. I can I can actually <laughs> cock my eyebrow and I'm like, this is not good. Okay, anyway. So in 2010, the Greeley Tribune published another article summar- like summarizing uh, of the missing child still not found. Like that was kind of their headline. Okay. You know, so in 2010... Like, as most, re- that was crazy, right? As recently as 2018, even the Greeley police had found um, witnesses and are, are, are retrying, like, forensic evidence. Um, this has clearly evolved, but uh, this is where the case remains mm-hmm. still, basically, right? Like, they're, they're retrying evidence, they're retalking to witnesses, and it's kind of where it has landed. Mm. Until. <gasps> it's probably what I read and I don't remember until. a lick of it. <laughs> I love your response. <gasps> you were ready to settle. Like, that's where it ends. I was like, yep. <laughs> Good storytelling. <clears throat> until September 13th, 2019. See, yep, that's what I read. Okay. When the Greeley Police Department announced that they had a person of interest in the abduction and death of Janelle Matthews, his name... What? Sorry, <laughs> your glass, <laughs> your microphone, my headphones. I like oh, okay. twitched because of anticipation, and my headphones hit my glass. <laughs> it was weird. Don't mind me. Okay, so this man is Steve Panky. What the hell kind of origin? La- Where is that from? I got. <laughs> I don't that. know. Look it up. What is the origin of P A N K E Y Panky? Origin of the name Panky. Mm-hmm. It's just North American. Oh. From German language, the surname Panke, <laughs> which in itself is derived from Pink or Panak. For Panak. The <laughs> Polish word pan for Ooh, man. master. Pan master. So, okay. Sorry. Polish word pan, which is man, master, or mister. Okay. Can be roughly trust- translated as little gentleman, young noble, or junker. What's so junker? the junker of... What is a junker? Him. A young. Or a junker. Which is the German. I am down a rabbit hole. You know how many Wikipedia links I've clicked right now? 
Little okay, anyway, anyway, we appreciate that he's a piece of shit is really Yo. what it boils down to. He's a piece hey. of shit. Anyway. Okay. <gasps> so, at the time of the disappearance, Steve lived two miles away from the Matthews family and had been a youth pastor at the church that the family attended. I fucking hate this. You know how much comes from churches and I fudging hate it? According to Steve... Okay, excuse me. According to Steve's then-wife, Angela Hicks, she remembered that Steve arranged an unexpected trip to visit his family in Cali. Okay. And they left on the 22nd, even though Steve told the authorities that he had left on the 20th and returned on the 26th. You liar. So literally, they... Like, they returned home two days after she went missing, even though he said that they didn't return it for six days after. Okay. Okay. She also told them on their way home, uh, Steve's uncharolit... No, uncharolistically? Character... What? Uncharolistically? What? He... Character... Wait. Character... I'm so drunk, I can't say it. Characteristic. Okay, you guys know what we mean. It was out of his normal. (laughs) Uncharacteristic. No! Hold on, ready, ready, ready. Hold on, Siri's gonna help me. Siri's gonna help me. <laughs> Uncharacteristically. They're characteristically. Characteristically. <laughs> that word. That word. Oh, no. um, anyway, so he did that, um, and he <laughs> listened to the radio and was searching for news on Jonelle's case. Uh huh. That's that's how you know they show oh, yeah. up at the courtroom. Yes. They help you. Ariel Castro. Sorry, I just heard him. That, okay, so I just listened to a podcast about him from one of my favorite podcasts, Morbid. But they covered him. Mm-hmm. He helped search for one of the girls that was in his basement. What the fuck? I know. Oh, anyway, so he would listen to the news, <laughs> and uh, once they returned, he would have her like he would literally have his wife read newspaper articles that pertain to the case okay so the newspapers would come in and he would like read me this Ugh, crazy right he also started digging in his backyard around the same time and a car in their backyard caught fire and was disposed of at a salvage yard excuse you so again we know that her remains were not found okay. there however if something was caught on fire Maybe it was her body was caught on fire in the car, oh. and then he displaced the remains. Why? Why you? Lose? I don't know. This is speculation on my part. So, um, a few months after Jonelle's disappearance, Steve was at church, and the minister was talking about Jonelle and said that she would be found safe. Okay, this is what the pastor was saying. Someone claimed How that do you know, sir. Well, just wait. Sorry. Someone claimed that he heard Steve. And Steve was accusing the minister of being a false prophet. Meaning that, like, he already knew. Like, the minister's being upbeat and trying to be positive, And here comes Steve being like, that's a false motherfucking prophet. You. Like that jerk, Sylvia Brown. <gasps> She's a false prophet? She, a lot of her stuff has been proven untrue. <gasps> what? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I loved her. Okay, it doesn't uh, matter. We'll come back. Okay. <laughs> cool. Good. In 2008, uh, Steve's son was murdered, and at the and at his funeral, Steve was overheard saying, "Quote: I hope God didn't allow this to happen because of Janelle Matthews." End quote. Oh, excuse you. Yeah. Um. Excuse you. Yeah. What? That is uncharacteristically of you. <laughs> uncharacteristically of you. So it's uncharactered. Oh. <laughs> Un- <laughs> we don't have it. We don't have 
<laughs> uncharacteristic of you. Uncharacteristically of you. <laughs> we don't have it, y'all. I'm going to punch a child. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I'm so sorry. Let me backtrack. Backtrack. <laughs> oh, my God. So, anyway, the, the at oh, this point, no. the police had said that Steve intentionally inserted himself in the investigation many times over the years. Okay. Um, some point after her disappearance, Steve moved to Idaho, where he even tried to run for governor. Okay. Governor. 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 Um, in 2019, Steve even thought that he may be a person of interest and gave an interview to the newspaper in Idaho, which was called uh, Times News. And he claimed he was being framed by the police. He said they were uh, framing him due to his sexual identity as a uh, celibate homosexual. And I say that in quotations because that is what he called himself. A quote, celibate homosexual. uh, So he was saying that the the Greeley police were now framing him for being a celibate homosexual. Can you be a homosexual? Excuse you. You could be celibate and be a homosexual. Do you know? Okay. Also, why are you telling Iowa? Why aren't you telling us? Idaho. Idaho. Why do you? <laughs> no, Utah. Utah. Okay. Why did you tell like Idaho instead of Greeley? That's my other question. I have questions, Panky. <laughs> yeah, we have questions, Panky. <laughs> young man. Young man. There's no need to feel down. I said, young man. Young man. You can. <laughs> There's no need to feel down. I said, okay. Young man. We're gonna get this podcast taken. YMCA. Time to say it the YMCA. Okay. We are characteristically no. We are singing. We're gonna get this podcast taken down from copyright. It's not happening, Taylor. That goddamn word. Oh my gosh. Okay. Anyway, we're never gonna make it. So. Take another slur. Okay, so um, Steve was even, uh, he even claimed that he had information about the crime, right? And uh, okay. he had asked for, quote, immunity in exchange for information. No. Hmm, I wonder how that happens. Never. You don't ask for immunity for your information if you don't actually know what the fuck happened. No. Let's be real. Yeah, no. Screw that. <sighs> anyway. I hate it. Um, he said that the evening of her disappearance, a rake was used to cover up the footprints and that would have been left in the snow. So, like, remember how I said there was no snow prints or there was no footprints in the snow other than the shoes outside of the window? He said that anything else, so, like, leading away that would have caused footprints were raked away. Wouldn't you be able... How do you raked a sand pit at a golf course you can see where you raked mm-hmm. or uh, no i'm gonna rake my snow i'm gonna do but it. it would take away a shoe print right so that's what he was saying uh, happened but i don't you know you could see the rake marks any i know good investigator or decent investigator would be like wtf is this <laughs> this is a crop circle in the snow like WTF come on this crop circle in the snow <laughs> However, 37 years after Jonelle's disappearance, Steve was indicted by the Weld County, Colorado Grand Jury on first-degree murder, as well as other charges. Right? Yes. Yes. So, Steve has since been um, extradited back to Colorado because he was in Idaho, Utah, and is currently being held without bail and... His next trial date is scheduled for December 4th. And that is my case. December 4th is like three, three weeks. weeks away. Oh, shit. Two weeks away. Dude, Pinky, you did he's, it. He's been, he's been extradited back. He is in Weld County Jail. Weld County Jail? Yeah. He's, he's right next to my work and right next to us right now. Yeah, I Pinky. know. Can we go talk to him? He's Can we go record him? He's being held... Because he's be- he got charged in Weld County, so he's being held in Weld County. Isn't that how that works? Wait a second. Is there not... Okay. Right? A prisoner. Is that not how it works? It is how it works. Okay. I'm just saying that's insane. Yeah. Oh my god. Good freaking job. So I'm interested because... Okay. He knew Jonelle because of a... Uh, for, because of a church. Yes. 
I don't know if it has anything to do with your girl. I don't, I don't this know. happened right after, but... Nobody knows. He's her. suspicious A motherfucking F. He is, and it's just odd to me that they're saying, okay... Are you saying that, like, we might be able to go talk to him? I want to. That's what I'm saying. Can we... Visitation. Prison... Uh, information. Um, notice. Inmates housing will have a day like them from 12 to 3 p.m. Yes, we... Okay. I think we can. <gasps> oh, my God! We should go talk to him. Spaghetti strap tank tops and strapless tops are not allowed. No cleavage showing or see-through tops. No cell phones or cameras. No food or drink. No unauthorized persons. Children must be supervised. No pets. Flashing of body parts is not allowed. <laughs> Name and date of birth, without to records. Proof of guardianship is required when bringing in minor children. Anyway, all I'm saying is... Wow. We might be able to go talk to him. Okay, but let's be real. Is he going to admit anything no. to you and I? Probably no. not. Nope. He won't. Let's be real here. But I think if we went in at the, if we went in not being like, okay, so you're here because of her. If we went in being like, how did you know her? Like, you know, that kind yes. of thing. Maybe. That's, I, yeah. I, I'm just. He may not even talk to us. But that would be interesting. Oh my God. Well, if he's saying, oh, they set me up, bitch is going to want to talk. You would think, right? Because he did say that. He was like, no, they set me up. And. But why? I'm just trying to say, look, I know setups happen, right? I'm not trying to say that they don't, but there's got to be more of a reason than just, oh, I'm being set up. Right. Right. No, I agree with you. I think we are. (laughs) He is at the Well County Sheriff's Office. I told you. (gasps) We were just there. It says the Sheriff's Office. I don't think they have cells in the Sheriff's Office. 1951. <laughs> so we could. We could. We, okay, stay tuned, y'all, because we might try to go talk to this mf or Stephen Dana Pinky. He's 69. Anyway, okay, what's that a word? We need a break while I, I'm getting hyperventilating because I'm excited. So, I'm going to see you in a second. So, Taylor, um, how many times do myself and our mother have to tell you not to take something from Three Blessed Gems (laughs) Boutique, which is our store? I'm feeling really called out considering I'm wearing a sweater from them, a ring from them, three rings from them, (laughs) from us, two bracelets. (laughs) Yeah, so you guys, um, as you may know if you've listened to our podcast, we have a boutique in Estes Park, Colorado called Three Blessed Gems. Yes. It's what we do as like our normal jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, because we handpick everything in the store, we absolutely, absolutely love everything. Yes. So it's safe to say that, you know, we may be partial, but it is our favorite boutique for all of your... Um, I don't know fun goodies that you may want yes so we have bags we have clothing we mm-hmm. have jewelry um we even have fun uh wine glasses that you may have heard us talk yes. about on the last podcast as well um so yeah i mean i don't know taylor you tell me what about our stuff makes you always need to take it <laughs> it's just so cute and different i think that's my favorite part about it we have some fun stuff that ranges from like a shirt that says fuck off I mean good morning to the most appropriate long black duster that I wore to my professional job today and so between that and then all the jewelry we have hand picked with beautiful yes. gems in it and we have a lot of good for you self-care products like body products and our hair on cowhide bags I think I need everything. That's the problem. <laughs> yes, and I think between you and I personally, we probably own at least 20 bags. Yeah, um, But anyway, silly. you guys, we, of course, wholeheartedly believe in our store, and we think that you will absolutely love it as well. Um, so head on over to 3 Plus Gems. 
com and that's t-h-r-e-e so three is spelled out um check out all of our amazing items and just for listening to us and supporting us if you type in corky c-o-r-k-y um at the end of your purchase you will get 15 percent off and we are so excited to share our brand with you um and our store and we hope that you guys love everything that we do yeah and with every purchase we do send out a little blessed gem blessed with healing and happiness just for you it is our way of saying thank you for supporting us so head on over there use code corky um and i can't wait to see what you pick out yes i'm excited treat yourselves treat yourself always treat yourself is all i'm saying um i don't know where I just treated myself to a real snazzy ring that I shouldn't have. But YOLO? (laughs) YOLO? Mom, don't worry about it. It's fine, I swear. Okay. Do you need more wine, Nikki? Just a a smidge. Do you know how much it pains me to call you Nikki when I'm with you? I don't like it. I fucking hate it as well, (gasps) ma'am. You guys. Oh, my gosh. Because I feel like you're my friends and you're my form of therapy. Um... We, okay, mom and dad are getting tattoos, and we finally have an appointment set. Yeah. <laughs> they're getting the they're s- getting the same thing that Tay and I have, and Tay and I are just adding a few things to ours. So yes. Awesome sauce. I guess that's part of their Christmas presents, eh? Yeah. Eh? 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 We're Canadian, eh? Anyway. Okay, so is it that time? It's time to lighten the mood. Oh my God, it's time... Tightened, lightened, I shouldn't have given her more wine, mother. I'm sorry. <laughs> it is time to lighten the mood. Corky clippings, corky clippings. Yes. Okay. Are you red tay? I'm red tay. Okay. First one I have. Okay. Doctor Phil. We all know Doctor Phil. Doctor Phil. Yeah. Okay. Doctor Phil begs TikTok followers to stop calling him. Daddy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can see that. Oh my god, not because of that, but like that's the whole thing is you call him daddy. Daddy. <laughs> I mean, I'm not above it. We've talked about this before, but okay. not with Dr. Phil. Oh my god. <laughs> He's a fake psychiatrist. <laughs> okay. Man stills massive dildo from sex shop. And he's still at large. <laughs> um, you have to see this picture. Is it like a freaking three he's foot dildo? Literally what killing is this? and like carrying the dildo over his <laughs> shoulder. Tell me it's one of the ones that like suction cups to the wall. <laughs> yeah, but he's carrying it over his shoulder, which means it's like hefty. <laughs> hefty, oh, hefty, hefty. We check in our cervix? What's happening? It's bad. Is he, right, is he milking it his breast? Bad duh. Okay. Excuse me, am I burped? I apologize. Um, Vietnamese condom factory accused of recycling used paraphylactics. <laughs> They're reusing that shit. I never thought about condom factories in different countries. Is that weird? No, it's not weird, but they are now reusing that shit. Do condoms look different per, like... No, watch yourself. I shouldn't Google this. <laughs> Anyway, oh my, why are you reusing it? Don't do that. Okay, so man dresses as Grim Reaper to warn Florida beachgoers about coronavirus. <laughs> this motherfucker. People are on the beach and he is running up and down the beach dressed as the Grim fucking Reaper. <laughs> You're my soul animal, sir. I hate it. I hate it. It's so mean. I love that. All right, my last one. Okay, I'm ready. Funeral home finds Michigan woman still breathing after being declared dead by the paramedics. (laughs) You know how much that happens, and it's so funny. Why? Why is this a reoccurring thing? No, this should not happen. (laughs) That's me why it's a reoccurring thing. I'm sorry, this should not happen. Oh, no, it shouldn't. Don't get me wrong, but it does. Oh, my God. If you are dead, you're dead. If you're still semi-breathing, you should not be in the morgue. (laughs) I don't know what else to say. It's so cold there. Oh, my God, that poor lady. (laughs) 
Seriously. <laughs> anyway. So those are our quirky clippings for this week. Were, th- were they fired? <laughs> Tell me they were fired. I, I, I just, hope. I hope. I can't run around with the knowledge that, like, <laughs> there were paramedics that declared somebody dead that wasn't dead. Like, seriously, it's fucked up. Oh, God. There was one, and I should have saved it for today. I didn't. Act, we didn't know we were actually recording. This was a very like we need to do this. Let's get on it. Um, but it was a lady. There was a lady who was accused of hitting her husband like forty something times with an axe, and she blamed it on a Sasquatch. Oh my God, y'all! She had a Sasquatch eye. It was the eye. She had a very protrudy eye. <laughs> We called her Patruti Patricia. <laughs> I don't think that's what we called. Yeah, we did, remember? <laughs> I don't know if that's actually what we called her, but it was bad. That's it what I bad. called her. But literally, yeah, it was not like 10 out of 10 don't recommend. <laughs> she was very Lizzie, Lizzie Borden style, but said it. Look, I'm just saying if you are that upset, it's a, like if you're that upset that you are killing somebody or hitting them that many times... You gotta let that anger out. I think what was funny to me about it is if you read the article, because it popped up on my phone and I was like, She was uh, accusing Sasquatch, but she. It didn't make sense. Had a funky eye. She had a funky eye. But literally, it <laughs> said, like, this is only the, like, it was double digits, but like, this tenth is like time. the seventh time this has happened in Colorado where a Sasquatch was considered. Um, a defense. A defense. <laughs> and then it was like, the only time it's worked was in 1903. And I was like, okay, tell me. We want to know that story. Tell me about that case. <laughs> like, so I, 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 that's all I want to know about. Like, I don't know. I thought it was hilarious. Oh, my goodness. Anyway. Oh, you guys. I'm tired. <laughs> we made it through. We did the shit. We were so happy to be here. We were. This was fun. I, I needed this in my life more than I realized I needed it in my I think life. we both did. Yes. So, on that note, uh, we have no idea what's going to happen next week or in two weeks or when we'll record next. We're just going to wing it. Um, if we're still alive after Rona, <laughs> we have witch trials for you. We've got some shit. We've got some we got shit. Some shit. We're on top of it for once, but not on top of the consistency. So we're going to figure that out. However, it is, 2020 is a play-by-play year. Oh, and I feel like 2020 is the year to do the play-by-play and be like, you know what? We may make this happen. We may not. And it's okay. Yeah. No, seriously. It, it is what it is, but we loved being here today, and I hope we see you guys next week. And uh, on that note, yamas. yamas. You're so far away. We love you, Corkians. <laughs> we love you, Corkians. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>